Amanda Vollmer, North Dakota. 1. The idea of virus's existence was created after observation of bacteria. Some of them died, and there were small elements that were called phages because it was thought they were responsible for the death of the bacteria. 2. Phages is from the Greek phi alpha gamma epsilon nu, phagin, meaning to devour. In reality these phages were small elements that indeed form when bacteria does not get enough nutrients, or has to process toxic materials. Phages are not the cause of the death of the bacteria, but its way of survival. 3. Since there were bacteriophages or bacteriological viruses, or so the first virologist believed at least, it couldn't and wouldn't be different for that viruses in human cells. This is a non-sequitur, a logical fallacy it does not follow, but it was the basic hypothesis. 4. However, these are and remain hypotheses because viruses have never been photographed in isolated form or biochemically demonstrated at once from the isolate. This has been a legal fact since the Oberlandesgericht, German Higher Court, of Stuttgart, verdict February 16, 2016 12 U 63 5. The reason we do think viruses exist is because the academic community, based on what they think what a virus should look like, given the false analogy with the model of the phages, constructs these viruses themselves based on pieces of previously described genetic information, and store them in a database. 6. These genome descriptions, i.e., are not based on direct observations, but on a conceptual model that exists completely virtually in the heads of virologists, and through consensus process certain genetic sequences are attributed. 7. Real science, however, does not work through consensus, but through control experiments. These experiments not yet been done yet, and even the scientific institutes that are legally obliged to implement them have not yet implemented them. Dr. Lanka did have it done at its own expense, and it shows that the hypothetical factor virus cannot be responsible for the death of those cells. They also die without the so-called virus being given. 9. This is deliberately kept silent, for obvious reasons. Researchers who come up with results that contradict the consensus are excommunicated, and their findings are completely ignored and, despite a court ruling, banned from the news. 10. Finally, the PCR test used to test people for the virus is unscientific because they are adjusted in such a way that no, multiple or many positive cases will be demonstrated depending on the number of times the test cycle is restored. This is the short summary of what Dr. Lanka says. One more thing to add to this is a horrific aspect, and that is the suffering of animal. All that people think they know about the alleged infection diseases come from animals testing. To cause the effect that one wants to see, the results of a so-called infection, they are indescribable atrocities done to animals, of which I will spare you the details. Read the article for that. If this still makes any sense, namely to isolate the virus as a cause of illness, there is still a conclusion somewhere that can be drawn. But even here, every control experiment is missing. Conclusion, until today, there is no scientific evidence that viruses make people, or animals, sick. Copyright Amanda Vollmer. All rights reserved. Amanda Vollmer holds a Bachelor of Science in Agricultural Biotechnology from the University of Lethbridge, 2000, in Alberta, Canada and a Doctor of Naturopathic Medicine Diploma from the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine, 2008, in Toronto. She also has previous experience as a certified lab animal technician at the University of Alberta. Check out here podcast here.